So as we head towards Easter, as we head towards this time of remembering what Christ has done for us in his death on the cross and resurrection to new life, we journey ourselves towards the cross. And our series that we've been looking at has been journeying towards the cross, moving beyond our fears. You know, d- during this time, we've been reminded that Christ came, that we may have life and have it to the full. Um, but we also have been looking at how do we have life to the full when we live in a space where we have fears, fears that come upon us and surround us, fears of, of having the world catch on fire, so to speak. With Ukraine happening and the devastation that's happening around there, with the war that is happening there and that tinderbox that may explode into something more, with COVID still being a part of people's lives and for it changing and challenging and our society and individuals' lives, we often live in fear. But God doesn't want us to live in fear. He wants us to have more than that. He wants us to live with life and life to the full. So today I would like us to explore how we, as we move towards Easter, how we can overcome our fear of being lost. Now, it's, it's, it's not the fear of going somewhere and not knowing the direction where to go after that. You, you get a place and you, you don't know where you're going or where you're heading or the fact that you just don't know where you are. That's not the kind of lost I'm thinking about. And I, I remember, and it's interesting because I remember when we went to the US and driving around the US that I would have no idea where I was or where I was going unless we actually had the GPS to tell us and give us that direction. We, would, we were lost, even though we knew we were in a country, we knew we were in a city, but we were still lost. That's not the kind of loss I want to talk about. The, the kind of loss I want to talk about is, is about how we have our feelings within ourselves where we think we, we ourselves are lost. You know you, lo- you have feelings that you're lost when life seems to be drifting along and you just don't know um, how you got yourself to, to this particular point. Or you, or you feel you lost your passion, your drive, your purpose. Life just seems to be blah. Have you ever come across that point? Or maybe you, you're feeling overloaded. You feel lost when your brain gets overloaded with so much stuff. When you, when you feel like you're running um, distracted all the time and everything's fragmented and you can't seem to get everything together, is that sense of loss. This is the type of loss that I want to be talking about. A loss that is, that we're not talking about depression, we're talking that's getting towards there, but just we, you're not happy with your life. You're not understanding where you need to be. You know there's something not quite right. It's impacting you. Some of the reasons we may actually feel um, lost in life, and and, and by by no means, by any stretch of the imagination, is this an exhaustive list, but here's here's a couple. 
One of the reasons people feel lost in their life is because they base their life on what other people think. You know, you, you feel lost because other people think something and you're trying to measure up to that. You feel lost because you value other people's opinions over your own opinion. And so you've actually got no grounding for yourself. One of the big areas that people often feel lost is that they actually surround themselves with people who are toxic, who um, are bad for them, they put them down, they tell them they're never worthy and they never meet up to anything. They actually surround themselves with toxic people or they, they feel, you know, and, and the other extreme is that you never measure up to that person and you never feel like you never achieve or get to the same point in life. It's, it's, not, it's not a positive thing. It's a, it becomes a negative thing for people and they just go, I just don't seem to ever get anywhere. And they feel lost because even though they try and try and strive and strive, they just don't seem to get anywhere. One other thing that people often do that causes them to feel lost is that they, they often find themselves just stuck in the past about what has happened and can never let that be the past. It always invading their present and they keep on replaying what has happened and never move forward, never go beyond and they, they, they get themselves lost in their own, they're afraid to actually do anything new because of things that have happened in the past. People are afraid to move because they're lost because of the toxic people, because of the past, because of other people's opinions. Remember what Jesus said for us in John chapter 10, verse 10, it said this. And it says, the thief comes, this is, this, this is our passage that we've had that is running through our series. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come, and this is Jesus saying, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. God wants us to have that life, not feeling lost, not feeling afraid that you can't move ahead in life, but to have it without fear, to have it, without feeling lost, to have purpose in your life, to have meaning in your life. You know, God wants us to have life and life to the full. Now, the reading I want us to explore today to help us kind of unpack this, and, and later on we're actually going to explore the, the third parable in this series that Jesus teaches, and we're going to do it together um, in a different way. So, But the two parables I want to explore today they come in, there are three of them that link all together. And they come from Luke 15, verses 1 to 10. It's a, and the first one is the parable of the lost sheep and then the parable of the lost coin. And I want us to let these parables speak to us today about our own feelings of lost and the fact God wants us to be found. He wants to restore us. He wants to make us whole again. So as we read these, let these sink into us so that we, we can hear and feel what God wants us to know today. So from Luke 15, verses 1 through to 10, it says, The tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. 
This made the Pharisees and the teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with sinful people, even eating with them. And, and this is the trigger. This is the trigger that Jesus then goes, I'm going to teach these Pharisees and the teachers of religious law why I've come, what's important. And he goes and tells these three parables, and we're looking at two of them right now. So Jesus told them this story. If a man had a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbours, saying, rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Or suppose a woman has 10 silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she will call her friends and neighbours and say, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. A little further in Luke just to give you that indication of what what this is all about, from Luke 19, verse verse 10, gives us the indication of what Jesus is all on about. He says, and, and he calls himself the Son of Man, for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Jesus came that we may have life in the full, He came to seek those and save those who were lost, who were those far away from God. See, this sums up the entire ministry of Jesus, what it's all about. Jesus came to seek, to save. The word save really means to make whole, to complete, to restore this person. Jesus humbled himself took the form of of a servant and became obedient to the point of death so that we may be saved. Our sins are atoned. We're brought back together. So as we journey with Jesus to the cross, we realise that he came to save the lost so they could be found and restored back into relationship with God. See, this is, this is Easter in a nutshell. This is, what, this is what Jesus came, that we may have life and in abundance. To do that, we need to be found so that we can have life to that full. See, Jesus is telling these two parables. We'll look at the third one a little later, because he was being accused that he was not being and behaving like he should. He wasn't behaving like a, a, a religious leader or a religious teacher. He was associating with the wrong kind of people. 
And that's what they were accusing them about, associating with the wrong kind of people. How could you be a man of God and spend your time with these people? Jesus then says, I haven't come for those that know God. I've come for those that don't. I've come for those that are lost so they may be found. They're lost. They don't know the love of God in their life. They, they, they don't know the experience of God. Jesus wants those people to turn away from the life they're living and turn towards God, to turn away from their sin and come to God. See, God doesn't want us lost. God wants us found. You know that, that, that parable of the of the shepherd, as you think about it. That's a really powerful parable. You've got the shepherd, and they're not in the sheep pen, they're not somewhere safe, they're out in the wilderness, but yet he leaves. 99 to go and find the one. And he says, wouldn't, this, wouldn't they rejoice because leaving the 99 that know their shepherd, that are with them, with God, even though that there's harsh things around them, even though life can be up and down, they're in the wilderness, they're not necessarily in safety, but he still leaves to find the one that is lost because God wants everybody to be found. It's not a, oh, well, 99 out of 100 is a pretty good score. I'm happy with that. You know, most of us would go, yeah, you know, 99% is pretty good. God wants everybody. God wants everybody there. Everybody to be found. God wants everybody to have eternal life, to have that relationship with himself. Think about the, the woman that loses a coin. Have you ever had money roll behind the couch at any point in time or, you know, something roll somewhere or, um, and you go, oh, I knew I had something there and you go, oh, well, I'll look for it later. You go, it'll turn up. See, often we have this attitude that we'll find it eventually or it won't matter. But here is this woman going, no, even though I've got all of this other money, I still want to find this one thing that is lost. I don't know where I put it, but I know it's here. And she goes and hunts it and finds it. It's like God wants us even though he knows that those who called on his name are there already, he wants to find the ones that haven't yet known him. And he wants them to bring them back. He also wants those people who knew him once who've walked away to come back. See, God wants to seek those, continues to seek those who are lost. See, here are a few things that will help you um, Get a bit closer to God um, to help you with the feeling of being lost. 
So he said, sometimes that feeling of being lost is because you actually don't have that purpose. You don't have that connection with God. And, and that's, that's so important that when we come into this relationship with God, we actually get a connection, a connection that gives us purpose, that gives us life and gives us meaning. But sometimes that connection frays and breaks a bit and we have this feeling of being lost, even though we know we are saved. Life just hasn't quite added up at the moment. And here's a way, here's some ways that will help us restore that process. Um, and the first thing is to actually admit that you're lost. Have you ever, ever noticed that there is nobody as lost as the person who won't admit them, that they just don't know where they are, that they're, you know, in direction. Let's do it that way. Um, you're walking along and you're trying to find your way. You go, I know it's this way. You're trying to find a shop and you've, you're walking along, you got distracted, you walk by it, but you go, I know it's still this way. And you keep going even though it's behind you. And you're going, I don't recognise it. It's not turning up, but you go, I know it's this way. And you keep on going because you don't admit that you're lost and stop and check. It's important for us to actually admit that we're lost in ourselves, um, lost in our relationship with God, especially if we've walked away. Being found starts with admitting that you're lost and to be seek that. Being restored back into God's purpose admits that, that you've sinned and you want to be restored. You know, we, we should never be ashamed of conf confessing or admitting that we have made mistakes and we ask God for help. It's about being humble in that space. So admit that we're lost. Then repent. You know, in, in, often in our lives when we're thinking about our own life and wh where we're being lost in life, whether we're going back over past things and they keep on playing in our heads or, or whether we, you know, we, 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 we're hanging out with the wrong people and they're being toxic for us. Now, all of those kind of things, we need to actually repent and say, I've made these choices. These are the things that I'm allowing to creep back in. God, I keep on letting the past dictate my life now and I feel lost. God, I keep on making bad choices about the people who are around me. Help me make better ones. See, ask God to, to help you in this. Repent, admit the decisions and the things that you've done that make you feel lost in life. First of all, admit that you're lost and then repent. Ask God to take away those things in your life. And if we're talking about being lost to God, not actually having that right connection, never actually asking God into our lives, repent and ask God to take away your sins and to restore you back into a relationship with God because we that's what we're made for. And then actually let that, that forgiveness let that being found come upon you. Receive God's forgiveness in our lives. Don't wallow in guilt and self-condemnation. Let go and let God take you into a new place, a new, new relationship. 
And, and we, want to, we want to work on this relationship. It, it's, it's a daily practice. It's a habit that we need to put into place. We need to identify those distractions that take us away, that build up in our life, that cause us to be lost and build into our life things that make us be found by reading the Bible, by praying, by talking with God in prayer, by not neglecting fellowship with other Christians and always giving thanks to God for his amazing love. See, one of the things that that really stop people and, and really cause them to feel really lost is the fact that they keep on looking into the past. They keep on letting the past things that they've done hold them back. And they're afraid because this is what I used to do. This is the things that I used to be. Oh, I tried that. It didn't work. We keep on looking backwards. God doesn't want us to live in the rear vision mirror of our lives. God wants us to live in the here and now and to have life and life to the full. God wants us to live here and know that we have a future, that we have purpose, that we have meaning, that our lives are not lost. We are forgiven. We have purpose. God gives us a new beginning. Because, as it says in Luke 19, verse 10, for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who were lost. And we can have joy in that fact. That the Son of Man came, Jesus came. As we journey to Easter, we know that Jesus came so that those who are lost may be found again. Let's just pray. Lord God, we just give you thanks for this moment. We give you thanks that you keep on opening up our word, keep on opening it up for us that we may understand a little deeper. Lord, I just ask in this moment that if we are finding it difficult in our lives because we have this feeling of loss, of not knowing our direction, of not knowing our purpose, of, of people putting us down and we just don't know what's going on. There's a feeling of emptiness within us. I just ask now that you place those things that are causing us to, to be lost in ourselves. Place them in front of God. Lord, I just ask that you will take away our sins take away those thorns in our side that cause these feelings of being at loss. Take away those things so that we may have life and have it to the full as you promise. Oh Lord God, in you we trust. Oh Lord God, in you we place our hope, we place our future, Oh, Lord God, we ask that you lead us, you guide us, you sustain us. 
We pray all this in your holy name, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen.